Hey, I'm Bob. I'm Jake. And we are uh, Nailed It to Podcast. Welcome to episode three. Uh, Jake and I weren't able to get into the studio together, so we're trying to ye old Zencaster call. So hopefully uh, this isn't as weird as it seems. I don't know how people do this not personal uh, podcasting. It's uh, too futuristic for your liking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I think it's great. I don't have to leave my house. You don't have to leave your house. I'm just not used to it. It's too leisurely. <laughs> all right. So our first uh, topic of today, which might be our all topic, and we'll get to, I believe we're going to speak about our mutual love of Beartooth uh, and their new single that dropped. However, as always, we always talk about what we've got going on. It's been a couple weeks since we recorded, so I'm sure you got plenty to talk about. But one thing that's coming up quick, I believe, should be uh, free comic book day. You still got uh, your book online or what's going on on track yep uh so we are still on track for free comic book day at complete and box in Ephrata. as of right now we have all the edits done all the lettering is done for the book all the ads are put in place it's more or less just doing a one last review of it make sure we got all of our you know grammar and spelling errors out of the way and uh off to the printers for a rush order to get the first i think we're gonna do 50 copies of the book excellent that'll be that that'll be here before we know what's it two weeks two weeks till comic book day from today yeah uh no a week free comic book day is the sixth which is a week from saturday so you're a week and two days away oh that's right i forgot i thought i had another week (laughs) that's gonna be fun you do not sir April is just about over. <laughs> so uh, what else you got going on? Um, I'm trying to think. We have uh, the next Three Legacies Wrestling show coming up. Uh, it's actually this coming Saturday uh, in Lancaster. Uh, unfortunately, Jack Rocket is not on the bill for that. But, you know, eventually he'll be there. You have coming up in August, correct? Yes. Uh, as of right now, August 19th at a Clipper magazine stadium in Lancaster will be Jack Rocket's debut. Excellent. Uh, show wise. I actually don't uh, No, I do have, I have, I have to get the dates. I always forget, but I do have a couple shows coming up at, uh, the Fredericksburg Eagle doing some solo stuff. Excellent. Well, I mean, if you didn't have to get your old man planner out and, uh, check your dates so you could use an online calendar like most people twice your age <laughs> but that's fine we're not going to get into it <laughs> i can't i can't i know i did something it's something about just, like being able to have a book that i can just open up and read like read it right there i don't know something about typing it in the phone bothers me uh you're you're an old soul buddy so uh i myself have been You know, as all things, I'm busy with 10 different projects. But uh, since the last time we podcasted, I believe we did our show at the Riverside, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the week before. So we got to go out there and do a four-piece train wreck, as always. Good times. It was so fun. It really was. It was nice getting Ed out there, our good friend Ed Allison from Lindhurst and all things Ed Allison Entertainment. Um, Getting somebody up there to play my guitar that actually knows how to play it is pretty nice, so. That's, that's always fun. And our good buddy Eeg joined in, and we always have a good time. And that place is fun. So I'm glad we got to do that. I had an acoustic solo gig. Uh, I'm still 
pushing along with those. Uh, each one's a little better, so that's good. Uh, I had shortly after that. Oh, yeah, you had one at the fall. Yeah, I got another one coming up uh, in a couple weeks, too. I'm kind of, it looks like I'm kind of doing once a month, so can't get better if I don't keep doing it. You have one coming, don't you? Yeah, it's in, I think it is in May. Again, I'd have to go dig out my book and uh, read where in May it is, but I know that just recently got scheduled that I'll be there in May. Cool, cool. Uh, you have to let me know. I'll get it up on a, on the page and stuff. I, I like to do that. Um, you know, and last Friday I got to play for the first time since last year. I got to play with my my favorite hard rock and metal buddies and fell from zero which, you know, we don't get to do anymore because there's no place to play. And I, of course, am very busy with ghost light and acoustic gigs. And yeah, but man, what a good time to just get up there, not have to worry about playing guitar and just do what I did for so many years before that is just be a lead singer and scream at people for three hours. Man, it was fun. Right. So, but that's what I've been up to basically. Uh, and then you have, you, you have a, a next to nothing show coming up soon, don't you now? Yeah, uh, for those that don't know, Next to Nothing's my Breaking Benjamin tribute band, myself and a couple other local, well-known local guys, and uh, we haven't played a couple of years now, um, and we just decided maybe we'd look into it. I put a Facebook post up on, hey, where can we play? And within hours, I got offered a show in September. So we're playing Labor Day weekend at Love Drafts in Mechanicsburg on the Knotfest Fall Tour tribute show with a Slipknot tribute band. There is a... Godsmack Tribute Band, Static X, Us. I'm missing somebody. I feel terrible. Like I, I don't have it memorized yet. And then there's going to be four original local bands. There's a there's a Rammstein one. Oh, Rammstein. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I feel like there's somebody somebody else I'm missing. But um, there was supposed to be a Limp Biscuit cover band on that bill, and they dropped out, which actually gave us a slot. So it's pretty nice and. Just in the last day, we got contacted for next to nothing by a promoter from down in Jersey Shore, wondering who he needs to talk to about shows. We went from not playing at all to all of a sudden, I'm getting asked to play shows. Oh, nice. Which, of course, comes across our availability. I'm, again, very booked up with Ghostlight Radio Show, and Tim's pretty busy with Lindhurst, so it, we got to find time to do it. But we'll see what happens. But at the very least, we have that one gig coming up, and be fun to get up with the boys and play a little breaking band. I, I am a fan. I don't know if anyone's noticed. <laughs> so yeah, that that's going to be fun. And I'm sure we have some kind of nailed it stuff coming up this summer somewhere. I think, I don't know. I never know what's going on until the week before I try not to anyway. It's too much to worry about. Hey, let's get in the meat and potatoes of today as an old man, like me would say. Absolutely. I'm ready for this conversation. Our mutual favorite band. Um, that we have we've bonded quite well over uh our lord and savior <laughs> caleb has blessed us with a new song i have my feelings about it which since we talked initially the day it dropped last friday i my attitude has changed a good bit but why don't you tell me what you think about it okay um so i had seen the uh the tiktok that uh was released on the Beartooth tiktok account that was the little snippet of it and uh, so I had sent it to you. And, you know, obviously, when we both see something Beartooth related, we send it to each other, freaking out, wondering what it's going to be. <laughs> then the song, the song dropped on Friday. And immediately I woke up, came downstairs and I put it on the computer. I was stoked. 
because it's been what a, almost a year since Riptide came out. Riptide came out, I think, in July or June or July last year. So literally, it's been almost a year. Yeah, that makes sense because when we had seen them last with a day to remember, that was like right after, not too long after Riptide came out. And I think we saw them in September-ish. That was the first time they played it live because it was the first date of the tour. Yeah, that's right. I'm pretty sure that was late July or late August when we saw them. I'd have to look. I have it on my phone. I've got pictures on my phone. The new song, I, I love the way he starts it, where he's just kind of talking in the beginning about him losing his voice. Yep. Then going into that just acapella vocal line and kicking into a Beartooth-esque uh, intro that you and I both know and love. Then it, then it went into that acoustic break, which threw me for a loop. I sat down here uh, listening to it with my brother, and as soon as it went to that, I shot my head over to him and was just baffled at that. Because <laughs> we don't get a lot of acoustic uh, out of Beartooth. No. Because I think the last thing I would have heard uh, acoustically from Beartooth was uh, Greatness or Death. Is like the opening intro in Greatness, and, uh, Greatness or Death. I mean, it was stuff they specifically did acoustic. Right. Then it then it goes into the 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 rest of the song, and I I love the hook. That hook is so catchy, and um, my my older brother and I we both said it has that. I don't want to say pop punky kind of feel to it, but it has that very catchy feel to it that you know we you and I as Beartooth fans always get out of a song. But it's it. I don't know. Something about it just seemed very different. I I liked it. I, I liked it a lot. The whole song, all the as a whole, I absolutely loved from day one. When I first heard it, I had heard it the. Well, I actually heard it the day before you when they premiered it on uh, Sirius XM Octane. But I heard it at work, so I have a really good sound system there. And to me, it just felt like I was like, okay, it's it's a Beartooth song, which is good. The acoustic thing seemed really weird to me in the context. I'm like, I don't know what I feel about this. Right. So I had only heard it that one time. I never got the chance to hear it again on replays that day on, on satellite. So when it rolled around Friday, I listened to it, I don't know, 30 times in a row. Um, one, I think that acoustic thing, while it seemed jarring at first, is amazing in that context because it's so different. And I've that song is everything about their old stuff from like the disgusting album yeah with everything new as as current as riptide so and what they're trying what he clearly seems to be doing with their sound and i love something that i picked up on on one of my various re-listens was all three choruses in that song are a completely different style the first chorus is acoustic the second chorus is full-on Beartooth style and then the third chorus has that weird reverb like he's in a bathroom somewhere or a sound booth I don't think he's ever done that before, but in between the breakdowns and, you know, the verse riffs, that's, that's core Beartooth. And yeah. it went for me being like, oh, it's just another Beartooth song and Riptide was way better to, I don't know, man, I listened to it on the way home before we came, you know, to do this, just to kind of refresh one more time because I hadn't heard it in a day or two. And man, if that's what this new album's going to sound like, I am, I mean, I'm here for it anyway. Let's not pretend like the guy who has the signed Beartooth shit on the wall behind him and they bought their whiskey. And I immediately went on and bought merchandise for this new album already. So it should be here soon. 
I, I just don't think I would have been disappointed, but I was concerned that where it was going to go musically. Cause I think, you know, as, as we've talked about it, my love of Caleb's writing is how clever his lyrics are, which I've talked about in the podcast before in general, I love clever lyrics, but his courses are catchy and that heavy feel. He's just a really good songwriter. And I know he's, his life is cleaned up and he's got clean from alcohol and his life has changed. He's dealing with his own depressions. And he said, this album's going to be about the happy side of his life that he's finding. Yes. And I was worried that would affect the heaviness of his songs. But if Riptide and Sunshine are any indication, this album should be just as killer as the last one and so on. So that's the way I feel about it. So I definitely think this is a step in the best direction for fans of Beartooth. Although I did see some Reddit trolls complaining about, oh, it's another new Beartooth song. I couldn't get through the first two seconds. So it sucks like the last one. That makes sense. You didn't finish the song, so clearly it sucks. Oh, they're not the same as when they released their EP. No shit, that was 10 years ago. And even he doesn't sing those songs anymore. Yeah. Um, he's moved on. People move on. They grow. And I, I personally think Beartooth's songs now are easily as good or better as they were back then. And I wasn't even a fan back at the beginning. It took till the Disease album for me to really get into them. I mean, I, I saw them on the Aggressive Tour. Um, I was covering Hated and Fell From Zero. His stuff has just progressed so well, man. I, I, I just, it's no wonder we talk about him all the time and we joke about them being our rock and roll saviors. Dave Grohl may be the rock and roll Jesus, but Caleb's definitely one of the uh, the apostles, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. That's also what I, or what drew me to Beartooth as well is, is Caleb's writing. And not only that, I have a huge respect for somebody that writes and records every bit of his songs like I do what he writes about, you know, connects with me as, as you know, and as people who know me uh, in past times, like it, it's stuff that I can relate to is stuff with depression and trying, you know, being at a low point and picking yourself up from that and not wanting to be there anymore. Like right. stuff like that really drew me to them because I can relate to it and it's heavy as shit, which is awesome. What is, I will forever remember hearing them for the first time and realizing it was them. Uh, it was, I'd, I'd have to say it was about a month or so before we were going to go see them in Baltimore with a uh, wage war. We actually, we were on our way to the camper, uh, Lauren and I, and uh, greatness or death came on the radio or on her shuffle. And she was like, Oh, this is Beartooth. We're, she's like, we're seeing them in a month. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And that was kind of where it stopped at, at the time. Because I was like, these guys are cool. I like these guys. But then we saw them. And from the day we saw them play at Baltimore Soundstage, I was hooked. You know, as well as all of my closest friends and family know that they are like if not one of my favorite bands, they are my favorite band. No, I, I know, man. And I, I've grown to really, they're, they're my top and my top two, three for sure. I mean, I'm again, I'm a Ben head from way back. Um, but bear is a different thing for me. It's there's something so real about way he writes. And I'm not a guy who battled depression or any of that stuff growing up. I had pretty, pretty easy life as far as that goes. Um, I, I've, 
I think I've dealt with more of that kind of stuff in the last couple of years. I don't know if pandemic related or just getting older and realizing some things that I was being a man about, not talking about. And I, I still don't really. I mean, even my wife would probably be surprised by some of the times I just feel like I'm breaking down a little bit, you know, stress. And, and it's nice to have an outlet. Music's always going to be an outlet for healing and, and things of that nature, I think. But it's nice to hear someone lay himself out like that. And we get to literally follow his journey of what he's gone through right up to current. That's one of the things I'm excited about hearing on this album is, you know, he, again, as he stated, this is about where he is now, not where he was. Right. This is Beartooth going forward. This is closing a chapter in his life to do a new one. And number one, I always felt the emotion in his stuff. You can feel it in his singing and, and the recordings and the writing. I mean, his, he's laying himself bare. Um, there's not many bands that I feel like I get that much of an emotional response to. Um, Beartooth's on the top there. Nothing more to drop another name of a band I like. That's a band where, man, that man's feelings and heart are laid out and you can feel them through the recording. Right. Um, that's just, that kind of writing is amazing to me. And yeah. I, I, I would love to be that kind of writer, but as we've again, spoken previously on the podcast, writing's not my strong suit. Cause I just didn't do it for a number of years. I've been in, in this music biz for two long decades over that. And I just don't, I only have a handful of songs to show for it because I was never confident enough. Right. Um, and I, I envy you as, you know, friend and a bandmate and adopted family that uh, you could sit down we talked about this and write a song, you'll be able to get your feelings out. And that's very Beartooth. And I think that's why you really attach to them. I think not only just the great music, but they're really out of your normal genre stuff. But I think you connect with him on a level that even I would never think about. Yeah. Like I said a, a little bit ago, what he writes about and that it's so personal and it's really just getting his feelings out in a song is something that I began doing because initially when I was writing songs, I was just kind of just writing whatever story I could think of, you know, at the time we were, we were doing Halloween songs. So I was trying to write songs about ghouls and ghosts. And that was a hassle and a half for me because I can't just make something up like that. For me, it has to be something that I truly feel something that I, I feel that others can relate to. Hence, then, when I wrote my first solo album, uh, Endless Road, every song on that album is about something that uh, happened in my life, whether it was from a depression to whatever. I won't go into full detail of that, but uh, every yeah, every song on that album is something that I experienced in life, went through in life, and feel that other people can go through in their lives. And it shows them that, you know, it's that they're not alone in a situation that they may think they're alone in. But I gained a lot of that knowledge from listening to Beartooth writing style and feeling the emotions that came out of their songs. Well, that makes sense. Uh, and that's just a, I mean, we all have to find influences how we write. And that, I wish I could lay myself out like that musically and maybe I will someday. And nobody wants to hear a closer to 50 than 20 year old, you know, talk about his feelings, I guess. But, you know, it, it is inspirational to find something that just I can even connect with on a, for a different reason. And again, that's why music is good. And I think that's why we both like this band so much. And let's not even get started on their live show. Good Lord. 
I'm up to the wife and I discussed the other day. One, their new tour has started and they're playing Monday as close as they're getting to us. And I can't go because it's Monday night and it's two and a half hours away. And I'm so upset because I haven't missed a tour since Aggressive. And I, I am so upset about this. They're playing in Jersey. You say Jersey when? Uh, tomorrow uh, on Friday. They're pl- it's, it's them and Breaking Ben. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, that's right. I can't go to that gig because I have a gig. Yeah. So also I'm going to Nashville next week for my wife's birthday and I can't really spend money. That's why I'm really not going to the Monday show in Stroudsburg because I've been seeing videos now at the beginning of this tour with Trivia. I'm like, come on, man. I'm, I'm so depressed because of that. However, Jen and I did point out, I believe if we went to see them, this would be show number eight for me, oh. which puts them at a would put them at a second to break in Benjamin, who I've seen somewhere in the 15 to 16 times now. Uh, but they've been around, you know, 15 years longer than Beartooth. So. Right. Uh, for me, I've seen them now twice. Well, actually, both of them were in Baltimore. One at Soundstage and one at... Uh, Pier 6. They were fan- phenomenal at both shows. No argument there. But I think I like Soundstage better because of how close and personal that felt there. Yeah, I saw them there twice now, and it was that's. I mean, that's just a, Baltimore Soundstage is just a great venue because it's a clo- it's very small and enclosed. Um, and I've seen them in big arena areas now, on you know festivals, and I've seen them kind of every kind of way you could, and it's just awesome every time. I can't explain to people enough. People are like, "What's that band you're listening to?" I'm like, "Well, that's." That's such a loaded question. There's so much about it. And hey, now they can listen to our podcast and know how we really feel about it. What else you got to say about the tooth today, buddy? Funny funny story about the tooth. Oh, man. I'd have to say this was about now going on three years now. I always have to go based off of when Lauren and I got together. That my brother, he, he claims this. I don't remember it, but I also don't doubt that it happened. He had sent me one of their songs about three years ago. And he's like, dude check these guys out. I don't think I ever actually listened to it. Fast forward to me gaining my love for them through you. And I sent him, I'm pretty sure the exact same song. And it was fire from disease. And he's like, this is the song I sent you two years ago. And I was like, nah, didn't happen. But check these guys out. They're awesome. (laughs) I have to ask you, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Do you have a top five Beartooth songs you could fire off without thinking too hard? I could certainly try. Top of the list has got to be Greatness or Death because that was the song that got me in. Or, yeah, that was the song that got me into them. If I had to pick a song that I related to the most was um, Bad Listener. Going from there, Body Bag is one of my favorites from them. Uh, what was the one that I just listened to? Oh, No Return. Uh, no Return off the Below album. Love that song. I know it's cliche, but but the lines is also on that list. I, I don't I don't think it's a cliche thing. I think for me the song that really turned me around for them. I had heard the in between and um, between the lines, and you know obviously I covered hated, and I'm really you know there's some really good stuff, but um, the song disease is my favorite Beartooth song, and it always will be. I nearly got their lyrics tattooed on me and. What a great song. Maybe think about things in my life that I hadn't really thought about the way he writes. I would probably follow it up with uh, actually Riptide has probably become my second favorite song of theirs. I'm a big fan of some of the tracks they didn't release on the main albums. 
Um, I like Fighting Back, which was a bonus track on the Below Deluxe. I think that's a great, cool tune. I don't know why it wasn't on there. I mean, I could go all day with it, but I also, I'm a big, Greatness of Death is just a cool song. Uh, I, I probably shouldn't have just went to this top five thing because I'm just going to go on and on and on. Obviously, we've talked about this. I love Skin. I think Skin is one of the coolest songs ever. I love that opening riff, the bass riff, and even the the alternative remix he did. Like It's just a cool song, and I think it just goes back to the songwriting thing again with him and the lyrics. But, yeah, I mean, I guess top five is a terrible thing. I, it don't, we'd always have to put just a list of every song. One thing I discovered with um, Skin – uh, one day I was bored just learning songs. And so I decided I wanted to start learning skin on the bass. And he actually does the opposite that from what you'd expect a metal band to do. Instead of tu uh, tuning down, he actually tunes up half a step from standard for that song. Really? Yeah, it, it was weird because I was like, why can't I figure out that bass intro because you can tell, you know, us, us being musicians and any like guitar player that would that knows this, when if you hear that riff, you can tell he's he's laying on an open string a lot of the time. And I was like, why can't I figure this out? And here I discovered that he tunes up half a step to play it, which makes so much more sense then. It, but he's tuning in half a step up, but dropped. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. He's a musical genius, man. He tries stuff. He does stuff differently. And I just, I can't go wrong with it. You know, and we, we've talked about this. We've joked about it. I mean, mostly you, because you keep bringing it up. It's one of these days we should just do a night where we go out and play just Beartooth songs. So one night, Tooth of the Bear, correct? Let's get that on on, on the internet so it's, it's so it belongs to us. Tooth of, tooth of the Bear. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of saying Beartooth. Bare teeth. <laughs> Recently, I had put out a, a, a post in a music group just saying like, hey, any musicians and like other musicians, because I know you as well as uh, some of our other friends have said that they, they would be into doing this bare tooth thing. I, I put out a post and I was so offended. One, one guy messaged me. Uh, he's like, hey, I saw you're looking for other musicians to do this, you know, tribute thing. And I said, yeah, uh, Beartooth. And he goes, never heard of him. Oh, I was so offended. <laughs> that that was your appointment or your, your opportunity to be a disciple of our Lord and Savior and show him. Some people can't be taught. I think what offended me more than was he said, never heard of him. However, would you want to start a Guar tribute band? uh okay that's two very different things but that's fine um there's a lot of work involved in a guar tribute band that that also sounds like a whole other podcast um i'm not a big guar fan so i'm not going to get into it but i mean their 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 theatricality is unmatched so i mean yeah no thanks anyway buddy but i'm pretty sure you know enough people i i do believe my guitar player and friend craig craig hartzell and in my breaking bend thing and next to nothing and he's been in some other local bands Number one, he just doesn't get to play anymore, so he's chomping the bit. But he loves Beartooth probably as much as we do. He'd definitely be down. I, I definitely think there's a bunch of you guys in your 20-somethings that can take this old guy on board and we'll go out and play a set one night. It'd be great. I'd love to do that one time. I just 
there's a whole logistic there with you and I doing vocals that I don't know how it works because you're tripping something. You can't want one guy being Caleb and we can't. We wouldn't be able to work that out, I don't think. But screw them. We just want to play Beartooth songs. Yeah. It's, all, it's more about us just playing the songs that we love. Right. I don't know. Uh, I mean, we could probably spend four hours talking about different aspects of Beartooth, but I'm doing my my adult best to not have a 17-hour podcast like the other ones that i got to edit down. Do you have any any closing thoughts on what you think about about the tooth, like what what they really mean to you? I mean, besides we talked about the songwriting and how they made you feel or connected to, but is there like if you had to boil it down to like one one sentence or one thing that this is why I like them, could you could you do that on the fly? Uh if if I had to really like try and boil it down, it, it would be like this is and this is a bold statement because you know my background or like what music I grew up listening to, what music I love. But uh, I I think I could very, very much boil it down to saying this is one of the biggest inspirational bands to me, ly- musically and lyrically. That's that's fair. And I I think they are so influential to what I like and know and keeping me current. You know, I like to think that I stay pretty current with new music, new hard rock and metal and stuff like that, even though I do all kinds of music. You know, a lot of people my age and my age group and guys that I came up around in the scene and stuff still stick to the stuff from 20 years ago when we started. And I still like listen to that stuff. Don't get me wrong. But I've stayed with new music because I love to be, you know, engaged in new stuff and find new things. And I don't want to listen to the same old thing all the time. And Beartooth was probably the first band since Breaking Benjamin that I just absolutely fell in love with. And in steps, that's like in different, almost different genres, really, even though they're both rock music, that I found something I can just listen to and connect to. And that to me anymore is rare. I I hate to sound like the grandpa in the room, but that day I was listening to Octane waiting for Beartooth's new song to debut. I was just like, man, some of this new stuff is just not good. But, you know, there was such a resurgence of cool new, like whether you call it metalcore or hard rock or whatever, over the pandemic, these guys sitting at home, bands like your Ice Nine Kills and and uh, uh, Bring Their Horizon, all these guys were putting out these great songs because they were stuck at home just writing. And now stuff seems like it's getting back into that. Well, we just got to get some stuff out and go out and tour. And Beartooth never felt like that to me. Um, even Breaking Benjamin had some spots where I'm like, I don't, this isn't my favorite. Yeah. I couldn't tell you a Beartooth song I don't like. I mean, there's some that are better than others. And I think if I had to break it down to like one thing, Beartooth is the future of what music needs to be for me. Um, I can look to the past all day long, but that's the kind of stuff I want going forward. Yeah, I can agree with that fully just the way that they write the way that they sound is where the where where the future of i guess you'd call it rock metal is would should be going right and i agree yeah and that's and again high hopes for the album by the way i saw someone had pre-ordered the album or merchandise or something like i did immediately when the sunshine stuff went up and they were sent. I saw a screenshot on Reddit. They were sent a thing that said, uh, "This will be shipped on 
the when the album ships. So expect a notification on June twenty fifth that that po no one else that like it disappeared. So they think the store, the online shop, accidentally leaked the album date before Beartooth was ready to tell huh, anybody. I didn't know that. And that would track. They released a single in April. They're out on tour. End of June would be a great time to release that album. So it would put them about, a, a, what, two years from below, roughly? Below roughly, came out, yeah. I think, in September or something. That So, I mean, I expect that we're going to get this album before summer's over, but it could be sooner than later. Oh, I can't. I cannot wait because not only is it a new Beartooth album, but uh, for me personally, this is my first Tooth album that I – since I've been following them because below was already out when we saw them or when I saw them for the first time, because it was on the below tour. Yeah. Like I said, I've been, I've been listening to them pre, you know, disgusting and stuff, but I, I, I saw them on aggressive and that's the first time I saw them. And I got to see them do five whole songs because God, it was up with bring me the horizon who were very awesome, but under oath was the direct support, which I don't care for one way or the other. And I felt like we got robbed not seeing enough bear tooth. So that's when I was like, every time they come around, we're going. And that's what I did. And again, that's why I'm so depressed. Like on this tour, I'm not going to get to see them, especially that breaking Ben show. Right. Like both my, both my two favorites are in the same room and I can't go. Uh, I know. I, I want to go to that so bad. So it is what it is. <laughs> so, uh, anything you got coming up, uh, Besides, obviously, your, your book's coming out. Um, Mr. Melody will be out on Free Comic Book Day. I'll expect my copy since I, I'm not only an advertiser, but I'm pretty sure one of my bands is in there. Um, <laughs> uh, hey, one day I'm going to finish that pinup I started right, or start drawing, too. I'll give that to you. Other than Mr. Melody, uh, you know, the various little solo shows that eventually I'll be able to get you the dates that we can throw them up on the uh, Facebook page. Excellent. Let, let the people know. Oh, new, uh, new news that actually, uh, I just obtained today when I got home from work, I will have a new single. Oh, fresh off the presses. I will have a new single coming out. Uh, I'm going to hope to have it out in two weeks ish. As long as I, as long as I'm happy with it by then and I can have it out in two weeks. Excellent. Is can you can you give us a can you give us a hint on what kind of what we're going to be hearing or what 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 uh, what kind of style it's going to be? In comparison to the rest of the stuff that I that's released on you know just under my name, uh, like if you go on Spotify, look up Jake Scholl. In comparison to all the stuff that's under just my name, this is a completely different uh, sound. It, it we, we go the heavy route, you know, low tune guitars, yelling. A lot more. It, yes. Metal. When I when I wrote this song, I wrote this song maybe about a year ago. I like I had written and recorded the song, and I revisited it recently, just to you know, just to see what it if how I felt about it again. Went back and re-listened to it and i was like you know this actually wasn't that bad of a song and i went and redid the vocals because i wanted to redo them it was a song that i had written at at a, a lower point that i felt like 
this was a way for me to kind of just get my feelings out at the time. It, it, I think that's also why I wanted to re-release it or release it now because it I'm now at a very different point where I look at that song totally different from when I wrote it. So now I want to be able to re- to release that for the same reason I re I uh, released my first album to show people that hey if you're at this same point in your life listen to this song you were not alone in the in a situation like this because other people have gone through it as well. That's that's excellent, man. I uh, glad to hear that. I would like to say that I have a new single dropping in a few weeks, but I don't. <laughs> Nor will I. Uh, if there's a new single coming from Bob Patterson, it'll be with Jake. Maybe someday we'll actually get to all these songs we talked about writing, and that would be fun. But uh, in the meantime, we're just uh, we're podcasting fools who play some guitars together sometimes. So I'm enjoying that too. And uh, this was uh, this was interesting doing this over the internet. It's not my favorite thing. I do enjoy being in the same room. At least we have this outlet to keep doing the pod. Yeah, we'll definitely have to try and make some more time. Yeah, I uh, and maybe we can get together more often because of this way. I am taking a trip to Nashville next week. I may uh, I've considered doing a little, you know, some live some live videos or audios, just some snippets, maybe on the TikTok. You know, we're out about doing music stuff. Maybe we can separately we can pod some stuff or throw some videos up, or it'll show up my personal page. But you know, gonna be in Music City, so thought I'd maybe get on some stuff. Uh, I plan on running into our old friend Oliver, who is now a full-on country guy, who was once a metal guy. His band's playing, so and they're PA guys who now live there. So I hope to see them, and of course celebrate my wife's birthday, the big five zero. I'm sure she wants me to say that to the public. Just gonna have a good time with some family and friends, and um, I have a show tomorrow night as we're recording this. Tomorrow, Friday night, the the uh, the twenty eighth. I have uh, a Ghostlight Radio show gig at uh, the Burning Bridge in Wrightsville, which is a good room for us. And I'm haven't played a couple weeks for the guys, so I'm looking forward to that. Saturday, we got some campsite stuff with our good buddy, Marshall Kramer, who one day we're going to have a guest on this podcast, and it's just going to be spectacular. His annual birthday shenanigans are Saturday, and uh, should be an interesting weekend and, and going into next week, and maybe we can get together when I get back from Nashville, or maybe we can do this again, and we'll just catch up. By then, you'll have something to talk about with your, your book being out, and maybe your single will be ready to drop, and we'll go from there. Hey, who knows? Maybe we can even uh, release it on the on the podcast. Oh my goodness! Could we get a first listen on the podcast? I think we could. Oh, that's that. That's genius. We have to be in the same room for that, so I can experience for the first time. Well, we could literally play it live. We'll have to plan that out. Yes, absolutely. All right, so you heard it here first, folks. Hopefully, this episode's edited and out before that. Jake's gonna try and uh, we're gonna try and do a world premiere of his song on, on our <laughs> podcast before it hits anybody else. That's what this is for. This is our outlet for our own thing. I like it. I like it. Uh, maybe, again, maybe I'll write a song by then because clearly I'm just going to whip out a song in two weeks that's just light the world on fire. Um, no, I'll just light the song on fire and never let anyone hear it. <laughs> you know, that is what it is. So uh, anything else? You got anything else you want to promote or throw out there besides, obviously, you talk about three legacies in your book. Uh, other than my, my, my few shows that we'll release the dates for eventually, my new single, uh, Mr. Melody, uh, always follow Three Legacies Wrestling to see updates on Jack Rocket because he's pretty cool, uh, and all our other local, you know, uh, local wrestlers who are all great friends of mine. Uh, check them out. 
follow our shows when we when they come up. Uh, I think the next one in May, which is May 19th at Brightside Opportunity Center. We have one every month. Uh, August 19th at Clipper Magazine Stadium is our big show. So for those who would be interested in going to that, that's the, that, you know, come to every show leading up to it, but make sure you're at that show. That's going to be a fun show. Hey, uh, Jake, if you could think of it off the top of your head, what are your, uh, your TikToks, your Instagrams and all that, you know, that stuff off the top of your head to get out to people? Something I noticed we have not done yet in this podcast is really promote our own pages. Uh, my personally, uh, you can get me on Instagram at Patterson876. That's P-A-T-T-E-R-S-N-876. Um, I'm on Facebook at that Bob Patterson. I believe my TikTok is also P-A-T-T-E-R-S-N-876, but I'd have to double check that. And, of course, you can find Nailed It Band on Facebook. And like I said, I think we might set up a TikTok for the podcast itself. Also, big surprise to you, Jake. I haven't told you. I expect them hopefully tomorrow. We will have some Nailed It stickers to give out, podcast stickers. Yeah. Uh, I expect in the mail tomorrow, I believe. So uh, we'll have some slight merch to give out to people just to get the word out. So uh, uh, what about your hand, your your Instagrams and stuff? Uh, for mine, the primary ones that I use for everything, uh, or I wouldn't say everything, but the, my primary ones I use, uh, Instagram, there's two of them. You can find me at just Jake Scholl. Uh, S-C-H-O-L-L, just like the foot doctor. Or you can uh, find my personal uh, wrestling page at jackrocket underscore 3LW. And that's R-O-C-K-I-T, not R-O-C-K-E-T. I always have to specify that. Uh, it's always the same on TikTok as well, jackrocket underscore 3LW. Uh, I think it's the same on Twitter as well. But I, I'm never on Twitter, and I should be more active on there but i'm not but yeah uh mainly jack rocket underscore three lw yeah i had forgotten about twitter actually i have a twitter too and my tiktok as i look here on my phone is in fact p-a-t-t-e-r-s-o-n 876 so i had to make one of them completely different than the rest clearly i definitely plan on using that more for not only our podcast but again until we get one set up but i believe you'll see a nail with the podcast tiktok coming up where Jake and I will drop little nuggets here and there where it shows together or apart. Also, we've talked about it a few times. I plan on doing some some interviews with some of our local musician friends. Uh, maybe we can just do it this way on the old internets or getting together. Might even get out and do some interviews at shows with people before they go on. In fact, our good friends Lindhurst are playing this evening in Harrisburg. We're unfortunately not able to make it, but had I been able to do that, I would have absolutely got some sound bites from them. So, uh, I'd like to expand this out, and we had some really good reviews and, and feedback on episode two, um, which we almost completely lost because of the audio problems. Thankfully, we had video that I could pull the audio from, and I'm glad people are listening. Uh, even my wife's finally listened to both episodes as of two days ago, so that's very nice for her. Um, and again, if anybody has any suggestions for us that's listening to this or critiques or anything, I mean... Tell us we suck, whatever. I mean, criticism is what it is. But if you have any ideas for guests or things you want to hear us talk about, you want to know what our opinions are, drop us a line uh, on the Facebooks and stuff. Give us a DM. Slip into our DMs uh, and, and let us know what you really want you know, from us. And uh, we'll, we'll see what we can do to, to do that. Because Jake and I could talk all day long about what's going on in our lives and what we love. But eh, shows need a, a, a structure. So, you know, it doesn't hurt to take some stuff from – from uh, for the people that are listening, maybe we'll throw up a poll or something and ask what people want to hear next. So, uh, any thoughts other than that before we close out? 
Uh, I think that's it. Follow us on all of our socials and stay tuned for episode four. Yeah, episode four with Jake's big reveal of his new song. And I'll have all kinds of Nashville news. And, man, it's just going to be a a whirlwind of a summer. So we're going to try and keep at it. All right. Well, that being it, I guess that's episode three of Nailed It, the podcast. Once again, I am Bob. And I am Jake. And we will see you guys next time. Have a great week. Good times. And we'll you'll hear from us soon. Take it easy. Adios.